Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another, uh, unfortunately delayed episode of uh, EdgeGuard Podcast. We, we apologize. Uh, I blame Thanksgiving. So, really, it's America's fault. And yeah. uh, we can't be held responsible for that. So, yeah, as usual, <laughs> uh, Americans causing problems and not being held accountable for their actions. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the Americans must be stopped. Uh, yes, they they can't be stopped, though. They're unstoppable. Um, <laughs> but uh, now we're back, and the game we have played for this week uh, goes by the name of Courage, the video game, which um, is allegedly a game found in an old hard drive purchased from a yard sale that was uh, the unfinished, unreleased uh, official Courage, the Cowardly Dog PlayStation 1 game. Um, that was then, Which, uh, I guess if you're, if you're not familiar, Courage the Cowardly Dog was a Cartoon Network, I believe, oh, uh, yeah. animated series Classic from the Cartoon Network. <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. Actually, it might have only been a 90s show. I, I, I don't actually know how long uh, Courage ran or when it ended, but um, yeah, it was kind of a weird... I it remember ran from as a 96 kid. to 2002, so you were... Okay. You were right, cool. yeah. I, the Courage is a show I remember as being... Uh, as, as a kid, it made me uncomfortable. Uh, oh, yeah. It's kind Same. of a creepy, like creepy, but mostly just like kind of uh, bizarre. It's yeah. like Twin Peaks for children. You know what I mean? Like, like there's just a bunch of. Yes, but where, also like, cartoonish like, happens. Trin- Twin Peaks is weird in like a tonally serious way. Whereas right. Courage is often like it kind of goes back and forth from like you know, still feels like a cartoon, like kind of zany and, and has some jokes, but then is also terrifying. Yeah. There are just um, a lot of like moments that are either explicitly scary or just like bizarre and make you feel uncomfortable. Just uneasy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. I guess it's maybe less of a actual twin peaks thing and more of just like a David Lynch generally of like able to capture that thing of just like, What's happening shouldn't be scary, but the way it's Somehow happening is, makes yeah. me feel real weird. Yeah, uh, totally. So yeah, this this game purports to um, be a long lost licensed tie in game. And before um, we say any more about it, we should say, yeah, if, if you are at all intrigued by that initial description, this is you, you should check it out. Um, if you right. if you want to see. Uh, how what this game is aligns with what this game claims to be you should uh play it uh, there'll be a link in the description of this episode but um yeah you should check it out it is uh interesting and we will be saying huge spoilers yeah for um, sure in about 10 seconds so uh, well you should also mention uh who made this game yes i will i will get to that yes i will get to that so so that's been your warning and uh, now we will be getting into the uh, to the spoilers because I think that uh, crediting the creators is also a kind of spoiler <laughs> because <laughs> sure sure <laughs> um, fair enough. <laughs> so the creators of the game um, are uh, uh, neither Nathan um, is their itch name. Uh, I was not able to find their oh yes I was uh, their uh, full name is Nathan Gabriel, and then the other creator is Chico Games, uh, who is uh, Francisco Lucas. And they are a couple of um, young, uh, at least one of them is Brazilian, um, game developers who have 
the the story is that they've ported this game, but the the spoilery truth is that it's basically a kind of like ARG that right. they have created, um, where it it sort of mostly takes place in this um, very simply rendered uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog 3D game engine, mm-hmm. um, which has uh, they've done a good job of creating the PlayStation One. Um, graphics feeling it really does recreate that era quite well Uh but then there are so the story at this point is that there's a missing uh levels and the um the creators in the game files they found that there's missing levels but they couldn't figure out how to get to that part of the game so your objective is to find in these files uh the missing the access points for missing levels and then um so that's kind of been the the thing the community's been working through, and everything's been found, and um, it is a, a currently um, ongoing ARG. So there's going to be an update right. with new uh, material. Um, I don't know did, if they've said when. Did we when, say what but, an ARG is? Oh sure. Uh, so ARG <laughs> stands for alternate reality game, but basically it's just become a catch-all term for like uh, games um, that are kind of blur the line between fiction and reality where they have like puzzles embedded in um, right. the files or in real life. And so like uh, the fact that the creators are like claiming that it's a, uh, a port of an unfinished uh, official release. PlayStation game. Yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. So, and the fact that there's like all these puzzles that people are solving uh, communally. Right, um, right. Yeah, it's kind of like the ARG thing. I mean, I'm trying to think of like, the first the first like big game that i felt like had this sort of element before we were calling them ARGs and i'm i'm absolutely certain that there were other things that were definitely ARGs or had a similar vibe but <laughs> the first time i remember being a part of one was like Fez in like 2012 yeah when everyone was like Fez sure. is just a platformer and then it was like a bunch of people trying to figure out how much of it how much more of it there was um i think i think uh, and and Fez kind of like play shows part of what makes this uh, a compelling and uh, a thing that sort of keeps happening is like uh, you know developers intentionally lying about what their game is and 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 putting it out. Actually, I just thought of maybe a better one, which is Frog Fractions. Anyway, uh, back to the what I was saying is that um, I know the creator of Fez, Phil Fish, was saying you know I wanted to create a game like with the internet games can't have like secrets anymore you can't you can't have that thing uh of when you were played something on your super nintendo yeah. and at the playground someone said oh if you you know <clears throat> kill this guy at the right time then you'll uh, unlock a new level where such and such happens and you know these kind of things can be uh, easily debunked uh by you know a cursory google search or something uh, and so this kind of became a way to recapture the sort of like air of uh, like not almost not even secrets, but like almost like a video game mysticism of like, oh, it's a crazy thing that yeah. can't be explained happened. And, you know what and I mean? the sort of feeling of um, of like getting forbidden knowledge from rumors yes. from yep. your friends. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Totally. Yeah. So so this game is kind of uh, uh, sort of playing in that space. Uh, although I was kind of surprised at the sheer number of people who even getting pretty deep into the game were still pretty sold on the fact that this actually was a PS one game because, Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. 
So, so oh, I, um, I guess that I was maybe mostly, before... I, so I was mostly in the discord server reading the, like <laughs> the guides and the lore. Uh, uh, I didn't see a ton of the people actively um, theorizing so, the origins so I of was, the game. <laughs> well, it's not even that. I was just, um, uh, so I guess before I get to this, maybe we should talk about how you uh, play this game or what the experience of this leg is. So, so you start in uh, the house from the show mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, it's been a long time since I've watched the show, but it looks to be, in the right art yeah, it's style. Got, it's got Muriel and Eustace's chair. Yep, yep, the chairs. The TV. Iconic. Yeah, most of the doors are shut, which is fine. Uh, but then basically you you just kind of can walk around, jump around, and then every once in a while there's like a little question mark floating in the air and you can um, interact with it. And after you interact with a few of these, you'll encounter this strange disembodied <laughs> face. And then that sort of takes you... Um, I forget what you do after that, but you interact with some more stuff and then you end up in this level that is a big, uh, like tunnel cave. I don't know exactly. Um, and that's when kind of the game sort of like breaks the, that's mm-hmm. the first sign. If you're still in on the joke that, uh, that, or you're not still in on the joke. If you still think that this is actually a PS one game, that's maybe your first inkling that it isn't. Um, yeah, and then basically they uh, a series of more and more convoluted and difficult to figure out things uh, are what you must do to progress. Um, so I guess first of all, I'm curious. Um, did you how much did you figure out on your own before you started exploring other stuff, or did you just kind of play it for a little bit, get stuck, and then just go read about it? Um, so I how so when did I get uh. Yeah. When did I go for the guides? Um, I got through the into the tunnel area, and I f- went through the secret wall behind the bird chirping sound. Oh, so you did the you did the chair thing then, and fell um, fell down. Yes, I did the chair puzzle. Um, okay. And then that's it. I didn't do anything else on my own. the The clock stuff, I wasn't able to. Um, figure out nor clock? the you didn't find the clock nor the, clock. the um the, cha- the, clock. the the chair off in the void do you find that at least yeah i did that one what's the clock i didn't even see that in the stuff i watched uh you can cause a clock to so once you so when you say chair puzzle you mean wh- where you have to touch that circle of chairs in a specific order yeah 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 so after that, there's two different things you can do. You can either fall through the floor of the secret bird room, or you can go to Muriel's memorial in the back of the area. Yeah, I did and depending the on which of those you do, you will either respawn in a when you this, the game will end and crash out. You'll either respawn in the void area, or you'll re. Oh wait, maybe I'm misremembering how you do this. What's the bird room? Ah, see, you are. So I don't think you did find this. So when you no, first I must not have when you first walk into the tunnel area, uh-huh. you um, hear a bird chirping on your left, and I don't actually know if you have to do something before you do this. I don't even remember what order I did this, but you there's a, a secret opening in the wall, and you can just walk through the wall at the spot where that oh, bird is chirping. Oh, oh, you're just talking about the <clears throat> I 
the the part where there's the the wall you can just walk through it and you can go interact with something out there that's what you're talking about yeah yeah and then it, i had no idea there was a sound associated with it that that was the point where uh, I, I did the i did the chair thing and then i was like what the hell do i do uh and i was just running along the wall actually i'm trying to remember i think i might have watched a video at this point or no i skipped forward at a video and i saw <laughs> that the guy the guy had like turned around and he had clearly clipped through a wall and so at that point i started walking along the edges of all the walls i had no idea there was like a way to figure it out uh, that's yes. interesting because um, i was gonna say one of the things that's frustrating about it is that it's like why the fuck would i ever think to do about this which i guess is part of the arg yeah, then that is, of it but. yeah that is one thing i want to i'll get back to that point in a second but so then afterwards did you fall off the edge because that's how you trigger yeah it yeah now. and then i got to the got to the oh no i i did fall off the edge once and then I, I reset the game and I had to start all over. And then I did it all again and went to the memorial the second time. So I might be misremembering then. I thought that when you fall off the edge, when you respawn, you're in a version of the house that's empty except yeah, for a clock. Yeah, with all the coins. No, that's something different. I'm now uh, realizing I don't I, remember how no, you do. No, the clock is, it, the clock is uh, when you go to Muriel's thing. I now know, understand what you're saying. When it's just the grandfather clock in the middle yeah, of the room yeah, and nothing yeah. else. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm then... Yeah, I got confused at uh, which one is which. Yeah, it's um, all good. But, um, yeah, so I guess fell through the floor is the only thing I did on, and I guess solved Muriel's thing. And yeah. then I, I, there was no way in hell I was going to solve the uh, room that oh, was an empty dude. void um, on my own. Um, uh, so maybe we should talk about that one. So one of the, one of the ways uh, forward is you end up in this, um, empty black void where there's from where you spawn there's only two things you can see a little white kind of spotlight area right where you spawn and another one uh off in the distance with a chair and if right. you try to walk out of the spotlight uh you will fall and die and the game will reset um and there's no um obvious way to advance but how people discovered you well, I'm not, I'm not wait, even sure if this is the way you're supposed to solve it, but the way that people did solve it is you download a mod um, called Reshade, which it's not even a mod. This is this is a this is a piece of software that people use. It's not like a like mod e made for this. Graph yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's like a yeah. It's a it's a graphics like a tool software. Yeah, it's like lets you. It's a, it's a graphics tool that uh, people who poke around in game engines and try and find shit use to poke around and try and find shit. Oh well, there you go. And uh -huh. if you turn on this one setting that like shows um, depth shading differently, uh, it will reveal uh, this. There's a secret invisible path that you can walk. There are on. two secret invisible paths. Yes, in fact. one of them is goes off to the right, and so, that one is that how you get to the clock? Uh, well, it depends on how you. Uh, the left one will take you somewhere, and when you get to the end, you'll have a weird thing where you just end up dying, and it resets the game. Uh, and then uh, the right one is the one that actually will take you back. But each of them is kind of like maze-like. Like there's, I mean, not maze-like. Yeah. They are mazes. You there, you can go the wrong way and mess up. But this is one. So so let's see. I I clipped through the wall and, I, and then I got to. I guess I did get to that part mostly on my own, other than seeing the guy in the video um, clip through the wall and being like, oh, I have to clip through the wall somewhere. Uh, but then this was the part where I spent longer than I should have. So basically <laughs> what I was doing is if you, if you look on the edge of that spotlighted spot, you can see where the path goes off, 
because it's lit. It's barely. It's 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 difficult to oh, tell. But there is a perceptible so you tried thing. to brute force it. So I started. I started walking along, and I'm like, oh, I can. This is the path. I can kind of tell. But I thought that it was just going to have me like walk in a straight line, and then I would be uh, eventually get far enough. But the problem is, it's like purposefully. I don't know if it's actually purposeful. But the way that your character moves and the way he's oriented, you can't actually get your character oriented straight, straight along the path. Yes, I did notice you that. You have to like I did walk that. at a weird diagonal. Um, and so I'm trying to do this blind. And what I what I no found worked the best way. was to turn like once I get on the path, turn around and look back at the highlighted spot, so you have a point of reference to try oh and see like how God. far you've gone. I tried this for probably like at least five or ten minutes before. Um, so I realized that I I had walked in a straight line far enough that I fell off of the path, and at this point I got frustrated. And this is when I started uh, watching videos of people doing playthroughs. And yeah, there were multiple people that I watched who were like got to the point. There is this one guy who like got to the point where he's doing the reshade thing, and he's like, then he get he he kind of like gets it, and then he finishes the thing, and he's kind of like. Oh, that's kind of interesting that the, that game never came out. Like, he, like he he figured out all the weird shit, and then he's like, "Yeah, that was totally a normal game. Nothing to see here." I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, you really think that that's what this is? It's not clear to you that this is like someone fucking with you?" I don't know. I was I was shocked. But uh, like, if you go in the itch comments, there's a lot of. I mean, I, I think you see it on a lot of the games we play, where it's just like little youtubers that don't have a very big following just play random itch games fill themselves like reacting to it and then post it on youtube and there were a ton of them where the people are just like yeah this is a cool and you know i loved i loved courage the cowardly dog so this is great and i'm like (laughs) how can you how, how would you play this and not think like that there's something wrong here yeah i think it's I mean, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. And in fact, I felt that way just from the, the description. Like I just, I'm sorry. I don't believe that there would be a hard drive on which is no (laughs) saved the, um, unfinished remnants of an officially made, um, adaptation of a major media property. (laughs) Yeah. And like, furthermore, like as well executed as, as this game is, as like, kind of having the look and trappings like it's just not really how games are built it's not just like yeah we build levels in outer space and then i mean maybe maybe parts of it are but um by my understanding i mean i guess i could be wrong every game is made differently so maybe i'm maybe i'm talking out of my ass here but um what else is new uh <laughs> anyway, um but it, it does seem to me like to me it didn't feel like oh this was a bunch of because like none of the levels are anything like why would the the developer like build a big black cave with a bunch of chairs that like even in the sort of like bizarro creepy world of courage like that doesn't it didn't feel in keeping no nothing about this thematically felt like the show really um very little anyways yeah i i yeah yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm in agreement there there and i think that like um you know the, the only thing i maybe would have believed a little for a moment <laughs> is if it was if the the frame story was like we found some assets and we yes, right. and we made a game from them yeah. then i might have been like hmm <laughs> but uh right yeah, right the idea that the, the all this weird creepy arg shit is uh 
was left behind. I mean, I, I do, um, once you accept the fiction, it is kind of fun uh-huh. because it, part of me wonders if they're going to do a little bit of a, like, um, uh, you know, maybe there's gonna, they're going to develop the story of the game's origins more. Like maybe yeah. there's gonna be some conspiracy, like some developer found a cursed file or I don't know something. I, I would say based on what I've <coughs> read in the discord, that seems likely or at least, uh, plausible. Uh, so I guess, the, and that was another thing for me, like canary in the coal mine of just like, yeah, here's this itch page for this uh, game we found on a hard drive. Anyway, join this Discord. I'm like, what the f-? Like, yeah, just join this Discord for some random crummy <sighs> demo. There's there's no reason you'd want to discuss this and learn more about it with your peers on the internet. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, but, uh, yeah, based on that, I mean, I didn't read it super closely, but it seemed like uh, people have uncovered like weird hidden text and messages and there's like uh, names referenced that people don't know who the uh, what who the who the, yeah, who the someone by the, the name names. of Robert Wheeler and then they yep. f- they found a uh, a username a user on itch I think right who's named Robert Wheeler oh um, did they I don't I, that that might was created like it. three days before the game was released Wow. So they're what pretty they sure they're pretty sure that's a game. That's a developer account and will come into play you know, later in the game. Oh, right. Cause I, and that's another thing I wasn't sure about. So we're coming to this game. I think it came out in August or maybe even July. So, um, we, Oh, it looks like August. So we're coming to the game late and it seems like there have been, there's been at least one drop of like more stuff or at the very least, it seemed like, um, there's a possibility that more stuff will come out as people uncover the secrets. Well, it, I think my sense was that everything in the current release, uh, has been found, but there was, there has been confirmation from neither Nathan, um, that more is coming. Um, oh, he, okay. he basically said something effective, like I was able to get the, to contact the person and they had another hard drive. We're working on, <laughs> uh, building it up now. Wow. Uh, so they're going to commit Incredible. to the story. Um, Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there will be have more. to in a certain way. <laughs> yeah, Even totally. Though- and I think it's part of the fun as well. Like, it's kind of sure, like, sure. like uh, you know, it's tongue in cheek in a way, but it's kind of like part. you are part of the story at a certain point. Right, right. Uh, so, so I guess speaking of the you are sort of the story, I'm going to put you on the spot, Jordan. What? As an ARG designer. <laughs> Retired. Uh, former. <laughs> it, yeah, as a former, as a person who has designed an ARG, uh, do you have any uh, specific uh, thoughts or feelings about uh, <laughs> this game or its execution or just thoughts about ARGs in general that, I don't know, you maybe learned while working on? Yeah, totally. Um, so a couple thoughts. So the first one specific to this game is I, I, I just felt like um, I'd have a better sense of this if I had been following it from release, but I definitely got the sense that um, the classic ARG thing where the players are so much better than you could have possibly anticipated and so much more <laughs> insane and thorough that right. they found stuff they weren't supposed to find. Um, if yep. you if you're reading through the Discord, there's like this one uh, gray box room that is looks like it's a level that hasn't been released yet, 
And also there was a bug where one of the, so if you complete different aspects of the game, you'll have a, it'll create a save file for you. And in that save file is a, fra- a snippet of a message. And it was miss- right. it was missing a snippet. And I guess how they found it was by, um, I am probably going to sound like a dummy even trying to summarize what they did, but like, like searching for specific strings in the memory of the game while it was running. I don't even know how, how you do that, but, um, uh, that's how they found the missing. And there was a bug basically is the message was supposed to be in there. It wasn't. I might, my guess, and this is total speculation, is they're probably using something like a, oh, what's it called? Cheat engine. Yeah. That's what I, I think they were. Yeah. Yeah, because what Cheat Engine allows you to do is basically it can uh, you basically give it access to like look at the memory accesses of your computer uh, and it can basically identify like this is a game, a state of the very like one of the variables of the game state is being saved in this spot. Uh, We don't know what it is, but you can you can uh, you can use Cheat Engine to pin this value on something you want or change it to something else. Uh, and then this way you can kind of like monkey around and uh, reverse engineer how the code is working. Um, it's called cheat engine because people will use it to For, like to cheat give themselves games, infinite yeah. life or something or infinite ammo in a yeah. game that they're struggling with or something, but yeah, it has and I, crazy capabilities. Yeah. I, um, I, I remember now exactly what they did is somebody found the location in memory where the messages are and they i guess they all were close to each other so they found one of them and then just looked at what was nearby and was like oh here's the missing one (laughs) it's it's a it's crazy to me how like that is a thing you can do yeah these people could be fucking like i don't know you could probably be a pretty decent hacker if you have like if you if you're figuring this shit out yeah like you know seriously i mean i guess i guess maybe the the thing about this is it's like it's hacking in a way that doesn't have uh, like legal consequences because yeah, it's totally like, even though you're, this is you're the true going, white hat hacker, <laughs> right? Maybe even if you're going beyond what the developer intended as part of their ARG and maybe you aren't honestly. Well, that, yeah, that um, was another thing I did want to mention is it with specifically with the reshade one, right? Like, is there a way to solve that? Uh, other, so, other than futzing around with, like game files <laughs> one of the one of the people i watched in the video was claiming that uh with their monitor with the brightness at a certain level if they if they looked at it at a certain angle you know how sometimes if you have the bright game brightness turned up and you oh, kind of like yeah. look at your screen from an off angle the difference in the pixels becomes more clear this person was kind of being like oh i can kind of see what it is but i have reshader so i'm just going to use that instead um but basically the person could kind of tell that something uh something else was going on and so they uh they took to those tools to to do it instead and then there's another person i watched who had never heard of these tools and then like googled them uh or like googled a playthrough of the game and like installed it anyway they were getting very frustrated and uh, i don't <laughs> think they enjoyed it very much but it was kind of funny. <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> yes i found uh um i had never heard of it either but reshade was luckily you know this very uh step-by-step guide on the the subreddit now so it wasn't too hard to get oh it. there's a subreddit too oh sorry not subreddit i meant to say discord oh, the discord okay okay yeah i mean it seems like people are 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 
excited about it, trying to figure out what's going on. And I mean, I'm, I'm curious. It's, it's one of those things that I'll probably, you know, mute that discord server and like, you know, like, like several games we played for this podcast, or I guess, I don't know. We've probably played two or three that had discord servers. I'll go in and uh, check on it now and again and be, I'd be one hour, one life had a discord server, didn't it? Yeah. And Maybe I mean, did. so did Blazeball, right? Oh, right. Blazeball. Yeah. That's one I totally would go check in on. Oh man. Blazeball. Blazeball. And I think, and I think wasn't there one for dear future too, or am I thinking of something else? Uh, <coughs> hex eventide hexcraft. Oh, Sigil. maybe there was that one, one for that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely like a thing. I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, it does kind of remind me of the, the, the sad thing about discord, which <laughs> is that uh, it's taking up the space of internet forums, but with none of the accessibility uh, or like search indexing. So basically yeah. like niche communities are hidden off in uh, discord servers rather than being like public forums that someone can stumble into. Yeah. Uh, and as a person who's interested in niche things, it's extremely frustrating because but, I don't want to hang out in a discord server. Like yeah, the I am fact not that a, the assumption- I'm not a forum poster. I am a forum lurker. And yeah, Discord makes me uncomfortable. It's not great for forum lurking. And they've tried to start to, I think, my sense is that Discord is aware that that's the social space it now occupies because they're adding things like threads and they're trying to make the search right. the search bar better. Um, so my sense is that they're aware that it is um, being used as a forum. Yeah, but but like, the fact if- of the matter is, it is, you know, it's most naturally used as, you know, live messaging. And, um, right. And that's not how I want to interact with something that has a, you know, it, it well, can't, it's it just can't be a source of information if it's that way. No, it's impossible to like search the archive. Like even in this where I have no specific aim, you know, the text chat is showing most recent first. So I'm like reading backward exactly through a conversation that I don't have the context of. And by the time I get to the context, it's like, I'm not going to go all the way back down there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just not, uh, it's not, and it, it, I don't know. It, it's, it bums me out as a person who was kind of too young to be in the heyday of like actual web forums. Uh, but as a person who has interest that maybe like I share with like old people <laughs> who do yeah. like forums, uh, it's really frustrating that so much of that information uh, is just hidden away in discord where I'm never going to think to go look for it. You know what I mean? Like how am I like my, the thing that I would search like, Oh, I'm going to Google something to try and figure out how to do this weird thing that I don't know how to do. Uh, You know, it's not going to pop up a discord like, Oh, here's a discord community for people who are working with that same thing. So join that and then search that. It's just like, it's not what it's built for. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's a shame, ah, man. You know, remember when the, the internet used to be good? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, we, we all know Blake has feelings about the sorry state of the internet. I don't, uh, I don't know if the listeners know. I think those know. have mostly been <laughs> offline conversations, but, um, uh, well, yes, I will say I, about discord is when a, um, although it's not great for catching up in an ARG, I do think it is the most natural, uh, format for live solving of an ARG. And sure. I and I think that the there's you know there is something magical about the sort of everybody um like you know dozens or even hundreds of people just like frantically trying to solve uh some puzzle live um that right. uh, is uh wild um and it is yeah. it is something yeah 
cool about it. Um, and actually, that does get me to one other thing about ARGs that I wanted to say that this one mm. has succeeded at, which is there tends to be like a natural almost like division of labor that emerges <laughs> where you have people who are like, oh, I know a lot about, you know, injecting code into currently right. running game right. processes. I'll do some data uh-huh. mining. And then you have someone right. who's like, I really was obsessed with the Courage show as a kid. I'm going to look uh-huh. for all the imagery that this thing uses. And I found someone wrote up this big, long thing about the the specific episodes that the... Right. There's like the, lore tie-ins to yeah. um, Courage episodes. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I'm stuff like that. I'm the code cracker. I, I, yeah, I, crack, I really like ciphers. I'm going to figure yeah. out a cipher. Yeah. So I I um I think that is also something that's really charming about ARG communities that seems like has sort of emerged with this one. So yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's one of those things that I wish I wish I had the like time or uh, desire to like really get invested in in something like this. Yeah, totally. Um, because because it's, it's hard. Like, wow, it's such that, a, that yeah, it is. And I I think the thing is really just like it just seems so time consuming and. Just like yeah, it requires a level a of, of like obsessiveness that right. you have to be. It's like people who are obsessive and are who really good at turning on their obsessiveness at will. Like, yeah, they're like, and now I'm going to figure out, you know, I'm going to scan all the files of this game. And, you know, it doesn't seem like it was a quick process. Yeah, I've got plenty <laughs> of obsessiveness, but I can't turn it on and off at will. Yeah, it turns it is, on and off at its own pace. It has and let me its, tell own, you, it's sometimes its own it's not mind. great. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, do you have any other thoughts uh, about this game? I don't think I have any anything else. I uh, know that's something I didn't thing take I had... notes because I'm a fool. Well, yeah. But... I mean, I think that the this game. I mean, it's actually um, not. There's not very much when you know the answers. Like that's kind of right. the funny right. thing about us playing it. Uh, <laughs> right. A- after someone else had already solved everything. Um, make uh, makes it seem like much um, quicker than I'm sure it was when people were solving it. Um, but I, the one thing I will say is uh, this game is not finished. In fact, we don't even really know how close to finished it is. Mm-hmm. So maybe once the uh, next phase of stuff gets dropped, we'll dedicate five minutes from a future episode or something to talk yeah. about. So if you're here's 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 my speculation. My speculation <laughs> is like if you build something like this. You, you have to, I think, kind of build it in that, like, I have a rough outline for what we could do next, but there's a yeah, good chance that it never catches Im- on and never gets, you know, yeah. explored and figured out. Yes, I think that um, it's often the case that, uh, and actually one of the most famous, like, early ARGs, I don't know if this is his official name or its nickname, it's called The Beast. It was like a... Um, uh some like advertising it was like an early uh, case of like viral advertising for uh I'm I'm pretty sure I read this in a book um, read about this in a AI book. uh artificial intelligence the Spielberg uh movie yeah yeah I think this um, is in that they apparently it ended up being way bigger than they expected and they the creators were suddenly forced to create new subplots new puzzles and stuff um and uh, so i think that improvisation is something that um uh does end up uh happening and i'd I'd be curious to know if how you know how much they have finished and how much they're like 
oh boy, this game caught on. Now I have to, you know, elaborate it. Yeah, I mean, partially I think it's kind of an interesting space to play in because I think, especially with the sort of uh, premise that they've come in with, you can kind of sidestep the expectation of like, this is a released game that's like polished and like functions well and doesn't break. Like, especially when your game is breaking on purpose, when it breaks on accident, sometimes that is fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like totally. and when people are, when people are trying to break your game actively, uh, you know, it's, it's probably a, a little bit of a looser, I mean, maybe I could be totally wrong, but I have a, uh, I have an idea that it could be a sort of a looser way to say, okay, well let's do something a little bit weird and like ambitious or just like crazy or man, these people really cracked some stuff really fast that I didn't thought they were and they were going to, and they figured out some things that I wasn't even, I wasn't even hiding them on purpose, but they found them anyway. Um, and so it, it could be interesting to see how that stuff uh, informs informs the game going forward and and yeah, what happens. Uh, totally. So yeah, I'm 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 interested to uh, revisit and uh, and see what happens. Yeah. Likewise. Um, okay. Well. Uh, so yeah, if you were uh, interested in what we had to say about um, this game and want to join in the next uh, phase of puzzle solving, definitely. Um, check it out on uh, neither Nathan's uh, itch page. It also has a link to the Discord there. Uh, so we'll just post that link in the video description and you can check it out. Um, uh, if you're listening to this episode now, there's a decent chance you will catch the beginning of the release of the next one, but we're not actually, I don't think they actually put out a date. Um, yeah, who knows? Um, so anyways, but uh, on to the game for next week. So next week we're going to be playing a game um, by the name of Mott's Grand Prix, uh, uh, which is by Tom Mulgrew. I can't believe I've done it, Jordan. What have you done? I've 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 tricked you into agreeing to play a Formula One game. Yes, uh, Blake has tricked me. Um, <laughs> uh, he's so persuasive and sneaky. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, didn't trick me. He just uh, asked nicely. But uh, we're gonna. I didn't even ask. I just presented without comment. Well, so yes, it is a Formula One game, but the thing that uh, struck me about it is it is it's a Pico Eight game, and it's just kind of remarkable how good the three D uh, graphics look for a Pico Eight game. So I um, I had to check it out. You know, I was like, wow, that's impressive. Um, so yeah, that's that was what drew me in. I know what drew you in is Vroom Vroom race cars, but. Uh, Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, as a, as a new, a new fan of formula one, I'm like, I, it's like, Oh, there's a whole world and a whole history here. First of all, anyway, we'll get into it next week. I'm How sure, about that? I'm sure we will, but um, I'm yes, sure, so. I'm sure like you have many times in the last nine months, <laughs> you will uh, patiently half listen to me talk about, here, here's formula a nice one thing stuff. about the podcast is, <laughs> You can't see me roll my eyes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's silent. So uh-huh. no, uh-huh. I, I am actually, um, I am intrigued to check this game out. And it, it sort of recreates that like um, 80s to 90s era, like racer game style as well mm-hmm. that I think will be interesting to talk about as well. So um, anyways, uh, kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, if you're uh, interested in us hearing us talk about that game or hearing Blake talk about Formula One, uh, you should uh, follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. Um, we will tweet out a link to that episode um, once it is released, as well as uh, contact information for the creator 
Twitter handle, that sort of thing, and uh, link to the game if you'd like to play it yourself. So, um, yeah, if you could uh, follow us there uh, on Twitter, that'd be great. Um, and we'll play uh, Mott's Grand Prix next time, and we will talk to you then. <laughs>